got to meet him. It was really cool to be all access. But I can't think of any other time where I'm like, I, was, I had the lanyard on that said, you know, I'm, I'm special. I get to go back here. And I was thinking this week, like, the most difficult person in America probably to get all access to, I would say probably, and this is not a, a political sermon at all, but probably it has to be Donald Trump, right? I mean... Um, like I said, it's not a political sermon, but when I was brainstorming, he's like the person I thought of in America, it's probably the hardest to get in a room and sit down with and talk to, he has to be the person that's the hardest to get an all access pass to get into the White House, okay, I mean just just imagine with me here, because there's all kinds of barriers to get to sit down with, with Trump, right? Lots of barriers. Uh, imagine with me you're standing on the front, uh, in front of the White House. You're standing there, and there's the big gate, and you're looking at the White House, and you're standing there, and, and you, you're there because you, are gonna, you need to have a one-on-one. You need to have a meeting with Donald Trump because you've got some things that you're worried about. You've got some things on your heart. You've got some agenda that you want to talk to him about. I don't know what that is. Maybe you're anti-homework. Maybe you're anti, I don't know, whatever. Um, but you have this agenda. So you look the part. You put on your best suit or your nicest uh, dress or whatever it is that you dress up in to look nice, to look fresh. Uh, you look fresh. The hair is fresh. It's freshly cut, trimmed. You know, everything's perfect that day, whether it's the gel or the curls look right that day. I mean, you are looking, I mean, it, you're, it's a perfect day in the mirror. You are looking great, and you're going to sit down with Donald Trump. So you're outside the sidewalk, and you're peering through the fence, and you're ready to, to go in. So um, you walk up, and you go to the, the gate, the gate where you can go in and, and talk to uh, Donald Trump. And of course, there's a Secret Service person at the gate. And the guy at the gate, he's looking and he says, okay, you walk up and you say, yes, I'd like to see Trump. I mean, excuse me, I'd like to see President Trump. You know, you want to phrase it nicely. So you want to see President Trump, please. And the, the guard looks back at you and he says, okay, what's your name? Okay, tell him your name. And he looks down the list and he says, okay, uh, nobody on that list. We have no record of your appointment. Well, he goes on and he says, well, you ask, well, simply, well, how do I get on the list? I, I want to be on the list. That's, that's where I want to be so I can sit down and talk with him. Okay, well, what you have to do is you have to call the office staff and, and, and talk to the chief of staff. You have to get there and get on the list. That's what you have to do. And you're like, well, can I have their, their phone number? Well, it's, it's restricted. So th- this continues to go on. Well, then how do I get it if it's restricted, if I want to sit down and talk to the president? How does this happen? And he says, well, it's better if they call you so you can come in. And then you're like, well, but Donald Trump doesn't know me from Adam. He just doesn't know me. And the guard proceeds to tell you, then they probably aren't calling. And you get pretty bummed about it. You were so close. I mean, you were at the front gate of the White House to talk to the president. I mean, if, if Trump would have walked out the front doors, you could have yelled at him and been like, whoa, yo, I want to sit down, I want to talk with you. You could have waved him down, you could have yelled, you, you know, your yards from the front door. You could have sit down and had this sit down with him that you were really wanting to do. But there's all these, these barriers, lots of barriers. Secret Service, there's a 10-foot iron gate in your way. There are guards, armed guards everywhere. 
If you do get in, there's the chief of staff that's going to have to say yes, thumbs up. There's his time where he's like really, really busy. Uh, there's, there's me that's a nobody. So there's all these barriers that we're never going to, you know, like our status, we're never going to get there. So here's the thing. We, we don't have a lot of access to Donald Trump. It's just not going to happen. Like that you and like you're probably, if I'm going to talk to Trump, I'm getting a selfie with him. Like you and the Trump selfie, it, it's not happening, okay? It's just not happening. Having all access for the president is, is really hard to get. Top-level clearance is really hard to get. And we have all access to certain things. It makes you, it just makes you feel special. I mean, imagine that day if you did get in, how special you'd feel, whether you like Trump or not. It's meeting the president. It's kind of a cool thing, whether you think he's a jerk or whether you think he's the best thing in the world. It still would be kind of cool to, to meet the sitting president. I don't care who it is. It'd be very cool to meet them. Now, I think you guys know what I mean when you have this all access. Like, you've been let into the club. Like, you look after um, you went, tried out for a sports team, and the list is going to be posted at, in outside the coach's office. And you walk up that day, and you're like, you look down the list, and there's your name. And you get the all-access pass. You were on the team. Or you, you've tried out for something in drama, and you got the call back. And, yes, you, you've got the part. Or you've tried out for something and you got it. Or you, you tried out to, to get a job so you can make some money and you got the thing. You have this all-access path. There's nothing in the world like feeling wanted. There's nothing in the world like feeling part of the team. There's nothing in the world like feeling invited, included. It's a great thing to have the all-access pass. There's nothing like it. It's great to be included and be on the team. But in the same way... Um, if you're like me, you know what it feels like, to, you know, not to get the pass. If you're like me, you've been outside the coach's office and maybe you didn't make it that year on the team. Or maybe you didn't get the part, you didn't get the job, whatever the callback, you just didn't get it. And there's probably one time or another in here, all of us have experienced what it's like to be an outsider. We just said, get on the team. We didn't make it in the group, the click. We just didn't make it. We, we left out. We feel like we don't belong. It, it, probably most of us have had that. Maybe you've had your friends, like they're going out to do something, you've been excluded from it, and you just feel like, man, I just wish I had all access to be with them, and I just wish I had that. And we all know how awful that feeling is of not being, not getting access. It hurts, that feeling of being left out, the feeling you, like you don't belong is probably one of the worst feelings in the entire world. It, it just stinks, it sucks, it's no fun at all. It, you know, have all these emotions, it's just not good because here's the thing we learn in life, feeling like an insider is amazing. Like you have an all access pass, you're in the group, on the team, in the club, it is an amazing feeling to feel like that. And we also know the opposite, feeling like an outsider, and it's awful. It's awful. But I think many times in people's lives, they feel one of these ways about God. They just have this feeling that, that you know, you and God, you feel like God's just really far away. I'm like, man, I don't have access to him. He has made everything. He's all-powerful, all-knowing. He's perfect. He's holy. And we just feel like, you know, we don't have access to him. 
Kind of like, like we're trying to get to Trump. Like we don't have access to that. We can't, we can't get there to talk with him. Uh, at least not without, you know, if we want to have access to God, we can't get to him without changing a lot of stuff in our life. Because if we're to look at our lives, there's a lot of things that we do wrong. And there's a lot of things that we make mistakes on. And we're like, I'm just not perfect enough to talk to him. Sometimes it, in order to feel like God, we feel like we have to be perfect. Like we have to get some things in order before I can have access to God. And we all do. Got to believe a certain way, got to behave a certain way, got to get rid of some stuff in my life. I got to know some things. Like, I have to know things about God before he'll ever, you know, give me access. Um, I have to know that before I can do that. And we all know that there's never going to be a time when we can know everything. So there's these barriers sometimes we put between us and God. We build these barriers, much like the, the gate outside of the White House, much like a serv- secret serviceman. We have these barriers we put up, and we're like, I guess God is not accessible for me. I guess I'll be left out of that too. If you ever felt that way, you're in good company. All through history, people have felt this way. There is just this barrier between us and God. Like there's just, we can't get past it, that we can't get around it. We feel like that, these barriers that are just there. Uh, and there was a barrier. Key word is was. For some of us, there we still look to this barrier, but it's really not a barrier anymore. I don't know how many of you, we need to talk about this for one second. It's, it's a word that you hear at church a lot, and it's, it's called sin. For all of us since the beginning of time, there was a barrier that was between us and God. And it was this word sin. And sin is basically this. It's, here's the definition. It's choosing to do or think or say something that doesn't go along with God's good plan for our lives. Like God has this plan and you and I are like, Haha, I got my own plan. I think I'll do this or that. And it's just one thing that's this barrier. There was this barrier between you and me, you and God. Like we didn't have, we, didn't, we don't think we have the all access pass like we'd love to have, the backstage pass that we'd all love to have when it comes to, to being near God. Sometimes sin's on purpose. We choose it. I choose it. I just choose to do what's not in God's plan. I do it all the time, unfortunately. For some of us, it's out of selfishness. Some of it's a, mis- it's a mistake or we got angry. And we just feel like we have this barrier because what sin does, it separates. Think of a friend that you were really close with and you got caught talking behind their back. What happens in that relationship? Is it more like this? No, it, it separates any relationship, all right? If, I, if, I, if, if, if there's a sin I've committed against my wife, it, it separates us for a while. We're, we're not together. If it's a friend, it separates us for a while because that's what sin does. It just separates us. And it's the same thing with God before the cross. There was a separation that happened where we couldn't get close because we had all this sin. We had all this wrong. We had these, these, these things that happened. So sin created this distance in our relationship with God. But the cross fix that. I want to read two scriptures and we'll be done tonight. The first one's in Hebrews. It's a book written after Jesus has risen from the dead. It's after you know, the Easter story. And he's going to fill us in a little bit about this, this barrier and how, here's the cool thing, that you and I all have all access to God. Like the barrier's been removed. So I want you to read this with me. Uh, just follow along. Here, here's what happens. In, in Hebrews chapter 10, uh, the writer talks about this and he says, Therefore, 
brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place. Now, we need to stop there for just a minute. Because here's the thing. The most holy place was, was, was this. It wasn't called church back in the day when this was written or when Jesus was alive. It was called a temple. And it was much different. In the temple, there was this place that had a huge curtain, and actually it was a, a huge barrier. Let's say if this was the temple here today, it'd probably be uh, the front of this stage, and there was this huge, some scholars said it was a 30 by 70 foot curtain. It was really heavy, really large, really big, and here's the thing. God was on the other side of the curtain, and you couldn't go in, and I couldn't go in. There was one day out of the year that one person could go up and go through the curtain and into what was called the Holy of Holies, the most high place. One per day where somebody could go through the curtain, all access, go into the Holy of Holies. That was the high priest. I would not be the high priest. I would be just a youth minister. I would not be on the list. One person out of the entire human race could go in and be in the Holy of Holies. So here this writer is saying there used to be this separation. It wasn't like you go to church now and you can have full access to God and there's no curtains, there's no you know, barriers where we can, we're stopped to, to go and be with God. But back in the day, there was physical and spiritual barriers where you couldn't go through. There wasn't all access for everybody. So here's what we find. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence that now we can enter the most holy place, how do we do that? It's by the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way open for us through the curtain. Remember we talked about that huge curtain that was in the temple that is his body. It's kind of like this. The temple back in the day was like this. There was, there's no way you're going to get in the Oval Office or into the White House, kind of like today. There's no way you're going to do that unless on that day, if Trump came out the front door and you actually saw you in your nice suit or your nice dress with the nice hair, looking all dapper, they said, hey, that guy, that girl, I, I want them to come in and have a meeting with me. And imagine that, and you'd probably just smirk at the guard gate as you went by, like, yeah, I'm access, man, come on, I got all access, this, this is good, this is great. He invites you in. And you're not coming in unless he's going to give you the command. Secret service is no longer a problem. You can go now no longer, you know, where you no longer could have went. Now you can go there. You have all access because he has called you in. Now here's the cool thing. That's what Jesus Christ did on the cross. It's like Trump coming out of the White House and seeing you. And that's what Jesus did on the cross. He saw you and your sin and your mistakes. He, he spotted you. He spotted me. And he invites you in to have all access. And the cool thing, if you read the, the narrative of, the, of what happens to Jesus on the cross, there was this moment where there was this huge earthquake, and this really cool thing happens in the temple, that huge 30 by 70 curtain. I mean, imagine you're, at the, you're like at your school where the big theater curtains are. That was one solid one. Well, this one, it's really cool. On that day when Jesus dies, 
the curtain literally in phys- in, literally splits in two. That's no more. And now everybody can come into the Holy of Holies. Now everybody can be close to God. Everybody can, can be where God is, even in a, a literal place. See, what happens on the cross, it means this, that you and I get the all-access pass to God. Because of Jesus' death on the cross, you and I get all-access. We get backstage. We get the best tickets. That's what you and I get because of the cross. I want to read Ephesians 2.13. Ephesians 2.13 says this, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away, like we were far away, we couldn't get behind the curtain, now you've been brought near. Why? By the blood of Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus, you have all access. In closing, here's what we do many times, though. put the barrier right back up we put these curtains up and we're like man I am there's so much guilt in my life like I can't be near God there's so much shame in my life there's so much sin there's so many wrong things I've done and and said and seen and and been a part of like I've got to have this curtain up because I've got to put some barriers back between me and God and God says you know what I've already dealt with all that stuff would you drop the curtain would you drop all of that guilt and shame and would you just accept the all access pass that I want to give you You just drop that, but so often we put this back up because here's the thing, the grace of Jesus Christ, there's no application for it. You don't have to fill it out and like, you have to check the box like, oh, I've never sinned, I have, so I'm gonna check that box. Like there's no application for it. Grace is just this, it's this invitation. It's this invitation to say, yes, I would like the all access pass, pass. yes, I would like grace, yes, I would like forgiveness, yes, I would like to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. It is this all access pass that he offers us. What would it look like if you and I acted like that was really legitimate? Like we've really had all access to God. I think our prayer life would change. I think our lives would change if we realized how much access we have to God because of the cross, that we'd receive this grace. We'd actually receive it. Through the cross, you have all access to God. You have all access. There's no longer the curtain. There's no longer the barrier. There's no longer the secret service. There's no longer the gate. You are in. If you... Say, yes, I'd like to have Jesus as my Lord and Savior. For the next three weeks, we're going to have some all-access passes up here. And here's the thing. It's going to be, gonna be a, a quiet thing. We don't have to come up in front of anybody. But on the way to your life group, if you have never, and it simply says this, all-access, I want to accept Jesus as my Savior so I can have all-access to grace, love, forgiveness, and salvation. Young people, maybe you've never had all access to God. He is saying, you've got it. I've done the work for your sin on the cross. All you have to do is accept me. All you have to do is walk with me. All you have to do is be baptized into my name. That's just all you have to do. He's just saying, would you just accept me? Would you accept the all access pass? So if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, on the way to your life group, I'd love for you to pick up a lanyard and I'd love for you to give it to your leader or afterwards in the gym, come show me and you're like, Brian, I, I, I need the all access. 
I'm tired of waiting outside the gate. I want to have Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want what the cross did for me, to have grace and forgiveness and love. Next week, we're going to talk another thing, that when the cross happens, when Jesus dies, it gives us all access to something else, and we're going to talk about that next week. I'm going to pray over us. If you're new and you don't know what group to go to, I'm going to stand right here, and I would love to direct you on where to go. Um, and if you need a card, if you never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there is an all-access pass waiting for you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, um, I thank you so much for granting me all access when I don't deserve it. I can't afford it. I can't work it off. I don't know enough. I don't deserve all access, yet you give it to me. God, thanks for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for me. Lord, I pray that we'll just realize that we have all access to God because of the cross. Like we can one-on-one, -on -one, we can pray to you. Like we can go to you. We can, we can find peace in you. We can find joy in you. Like we can, if we need hope in our lives, like we can connect that to you. Like if we just realize we had all access to God, it's a game changer. God, I pray if there's some young people here tonight or in the next few weeks that have never realized that they can have all access by accepting Jesus as their Lord and Savior. That they'd be brave enough to just grab one of these lanyards on the way out. Whether it's tonight or, or next week. Because, Lord, there's nothing better than all access with you. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the cross and the access it brings us. We pray all this in, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you don't know where to go, come.